morning. Welcome to Juice in the Morning, episode 66. This is another episode of Super Second Saturday, and it is me once again with Cam Evans, who I think we've got the sound figured out a little bit, and I'm not going to interrupt him all the time. I sure hope so. <laughs> Let me uh, still adjust you a little bit here so that we can hear you just a little bit better. Um, but once again, this is the uh, once a month episode that we do where we we were we started out with the idea of we're going to break down uh, Marvel movies leading up to the to the Avengers, the Infinity Wars. But I think this is going to progress into some more uh, wider range of things. But for now, we are still doing the Marvel films leading up to Infinity Wars. And uh, Cam's also just got done seeing a uh, new Marvel film. So. Let us know a little bit more about that, because everybody should know which yeah, one that is. Just literally got home from uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, and it was uh, the best Spider-Man movie I've seen, like hands down. And, I would and, say. and you put it up there against the uh, Raimi films as well. <clears throat> oh yeah, I think it's uh, probably. I like it. I liked it better. Just um, overall, it felt a lot more um, smaller. Like the scope of it was really small, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, I won't go too in depth with my review right now, but uh But yeah, just give definitely us definitely really good. Give um, us your information. A lot of complaints leading up to it where everyone thinks like, Oh, it's Iron Man's and he's overshadowing it, dude. He literally was in the movie for like not even ten minutes. Yeah. So the trailers are nothing to go by on that. They actually <laughs> um there's a scene in the trailer where Iron Man and they're they're swinging through the city together. Or Iron Man's flying and Spider Man's swinging. That's not even there. That was all so they a cut promotional that out. shot. <laughs> yeah, it was just a promotional shot for the trailers. So yeah. um yeah, it was really good. They they, you know, uh killed it. Spider Man, Peter Parker. Do you think uh, do you Tom think Holland people are gonna be really good? Do you think people are gonna be upset if uh that scene's not in there? I I hope not. It'd be really <laughs> dumb. It wouldn't really it doesn't really make sense in the movie anyway. So yeah. um yeah, it was really good. I'd give it like ten out of ten for a Spider Man film for nice. sure. So, so, um, how did you feel about the villains that were um, in it? You don't have to like reveal too much about it, but I felt like that they were kind of taking that route that Marvel's gone with, which is they're still kind of realistic, but they've got some outlandish features, but they're kind of grounded yeah. in reality. I, I think this one actually uh, is probably up, you know, top three best Marvel villains, I would say, just because this movie actually kind of. It starts off in the uh, the Avengers movie, which we're about to review, um, in the wreckage of that, and then it jumps ahead eight years. Oh, that's so awesome! I think this one, this one actually, like, I think this one is like uh, a glue that kind of brings all of them together. That's freaking uh, sweet. Which is really cool, and like all the villains, like all their tech and stuff is from the Avengers battles, like all the shit that they leave. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's like a plot point in it that. Tony Stark's company now is in control of cleaning up the mess. And they're like, oh, he makes the mess and then he gets paid to clean it up. That's really, yeah. you know, that's like pretty, fucked up. That's pretty sweet that they took that angle too. And yeah. um, I, I like that idea and without ruining too much of it, but you know, that's, that's pretty sweet. And I haven't seen it yet. So I'm like really stoked to get in the theater and see it, but I've got got a pretty busy weekend ahead of me. But um, so you said that, it was better than any of the other Spider-Man films. Um, what do you see for the future of the franchise? Are they going to continue um, to make make uh, standalone Spider-Man films, or is he going to be kind of like? I uh, mean, they're uh, they're planning on making five, I believe, of yeah. just Spider-Man. 
Um, and then he's obviously going to be in Avengers three and four coming out soon. Yeah. And, uh, supposedly in, in Spider-Man two, another one of the Avengers characters is going to be in it. So that'll be that's, that's awesome. pretty sweet. Like there's a lot of debates wondering who it'll be. I hope it's one of the smaller people like black widow or Hawkeye or, even Ant-Man would be kind of cool. The two bug bros, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, what is it? Ant-Man's a, uh, he's a, he's a bug or a, is it a cephalopod or something? So yeah, he's not, he's not an arachnid, <laughs> but, uh, no, I think that would be sweet. And I also, I really love that they are almost taking like a, a comic book approach to the films, like where, you know, everybody's kind of crossing over into, into each other's worlds, which, um, I think is like uncharted territory that we haven't seen on film. Like we've seen it yeah. a, a shit ton in the comics, but we haven't seen it like actually on it's finally that they all can actually interact. And yeah, exactly. Like I just hate how so many people like bitch and complain. They're like Spider-Man. We've been begging for Spider-Man to show up in an Avengers movie. He's finally in, you know, the Marvel films. And then people started complaining that Iron Man was in it. And I'm like, why are you complaining? <laughs> like we've been fucking asking for this for years and yeah. years and years. And now it's finally happening. And it's, you know too much but i love it i'm really uh i'm glad that everything worked out with uh, marvel studios becoming what they are today um i'm really hoping that warner brothers and dc characters are up there too which i mean they're on their way now but yeah you are as good you are a, a fan of dc as well i know that because you're a you're a batman fan um but we'll we'll uh, sure. we'll get into those at a different time, and hopefully hopefully they're all good. So we can just we can just skip everything before Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm hoping that the uh, the Justice League movie is good. It, it it looks like there's some there's some good bits and pieces from the trailers and things like that. But I'm not I'm not super I'm not super sure about it. But we'll get there. We'll see. Um, and I also Josh Whedon Josh Whedon will fix it. <laughs> And I, I love, I really do. I think you were the one maybe that said that you appreciate the Ben Affleck as the Batman. And, uh, I definitely do. I think he did a good job. I don't think it was terrible. Um, yeah, I think he's awesome. And a lot I of people his, weren't, I love his portrayal. Weren't a huge fan of it, but I, I, I enjoyed it and I thought it was good. So back to the original idea of this show though, let's talk about the Avengers. It was, um, let me look, or unless you know off the top of your head, what year was the Avengers? 2012. 2012. So that was a big year for film, though, wasn't it? Like, that was there was, like, a lot of stuff coming out at the same time. Um, oh, yeah, it was a big summer that year. And, uh, but I remember... was ending. <laughs> I do remember specifically, though, um, I think I may have talked about this before on the podcast already, but but going into Avengers, like I didn't really know what I was going into, but I was like super excited. That was one of the ones I saw the day it came out. And um, I remember that it was like it was that feeling of like leaving the movie and being like, holy shit, that was awesome. Like I, I can't wait to watch it again so I can figure out the parts that I like, the lines that I like, the stuff that stuck out to me. Um, right one of the biggest things that stuck out to me from the very beginning was just the, the relationship between Thor and Hulk, which was hilarious. Like where they like, they were like fighting each other, but then like they're fighting on the same team, but then Hulk like still like smashes them like across the room or something. <laughs> it's like, it was just, I awesome. remember that, that, that moment when he punches them after they take down the big, uh, yeah. flying thing, whatever they big call giant them. worm. I just died so hard. Like 
I was like, man, that's straight up ripped out of a comic page. Just <laughs> Hulk just like punched him like a just an asshole move. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You know. <laughs> and and it was, I, their, it was their fist bump. Yeah. It was a godly fist bump. And I loved it because, like you just said, I literally laughed out loud at that point in the movie. Like, just lost it. It was good, and it's good to. It's good that Marvel does that. I have started to hear people um, in the Twitter that, or in the Twitter, like on Twitter, Twitterverse, <laughs> yeah, on Twitter, um, that are like kind of like you know so-called experts in like nerdy stuff, and they're talking about how Marvel is getting stale to them. Is that is that coming across to anybody else in like your the people that you follow, the things that you follow, and the like your interest in the um, films? Yeah, I mean, I definitely. I'm like a big, I guess you could say I'm a nerdy blogger too, but mm-hmm. um, all the th- all the conversations of people that I, you know, am involved with and see. Some say superhero fatigue. I don't, I don't think so yet, and I don't, I don't think that's happening yet. Yeah. Because lately, there's not really any superhero movies that suck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> besides that, but I mean, overall, I'm talking like, um, like successfully, like. They all are making a shitload of money. They're all warranting sequels and yeah. spinoffs. Like, I mean, I'm, I, all jokes aside, Suicide Squad was, you know, okay for what it was, but it wasn't by any means a great movie. But it's the characters involved. And, you know, they're talking about uh, Harley Quinn's going to get her own yeah. movie. A Suicide Squad sequel is going to come out. They're even talking about maybe like a, a, a Deadshot movie with Will Smith in it. Yeah. Um, so they're not failing. They're not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, I think leading up to Avengers infinity war, which is going to be like fucking huge. Yeah. I think, uh, Marvel, they've definitely, they're definitely talking about like changing the pace of it. Cause, uh, a lot of the actors are going to be disappearing, but they're going to change it. So that way superhero movies will, you know, not get boring or well, not get, that's what um, like that's the down. the point that I always want to make to those people that that say that is the fact that um you know clearly if these people are saying that the people making these movies that have been doing such a badass job for like the last what almost 10 years almost 20 years not 20 years I mean, since the first almost, X-Men if yeah, you want to think about it like know? almost 15 years or whatever and you know they clearly are they've got their ear to the to the crowd and they're they're listening to what we say and if people are constantly saying that you know the villains aren't that interesting because it's just like a mass of just like you know robots like ultron and and in avengers the first one it was all the chitari army or whatever and they were kind of faceless faceless guys that are just getting beat up the whole time like clearly the studio is listening to that and i think that that's gonna that's gonna change like i think they're still gonna have um some like minor enemies but i think for the most part like they're gonna start having some like really big villains and some things that things that we don't expect and then for the smaller level ones like you were talking about i think they're gonna have you know more realistic things not realistic that's the wrong word like kind of like ant-man where it was like rounded you know yeah. yeah it was really small like their 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 battle didn't affect like the whole entire world like with ant man and the guy that he was fighting so that's why I really enjoyed uh, the new Spider-Man too, just cause it felt very, you know, it was all focused almost on Spider-Man story. It wasn't like, you know, like some of the past Spider-Man films were blah, blah, blah is going to blow up and kill the whole city. of New yeah. York. Whatever. It really wasn't really like that. It was just more of a personal story. Yeah. Um, 
in a personal battle, which I thought was really cool. Yeah. So with the Avengers, you know, I always take notes and ask, ask stupid questions. So I wanted to ask you some of these questions that, you know, pop up because you, I consider you my like expert on, you know, Marvel stuff and, and the movies and things like that. So, um, you remember when we talked about, uh, Dr. Selvig being influenced by Loki at the end of the movie and like that teaser trailer. So, Mm -hmm. so my, I think that my theory is backed up by the beginning of this Avengers which is I think Loki was in a different, like he was in a realm, but he could see that if he could get a hold of Dr. Selvig, he could like, you know, influence him. But I don't think he was right at that moment because as soon as he came out of that portal, he like tapped him on the chest and like took over him or like. And that's when he gave him the mind control. Yeah. And like brainwashed him. So I think that the, the end was cool um, where they showed him, but I also don't know if they were just trying to like foreshadow stuff and he wasn't like actually in control of him at the time. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think that's like the one after credit scene that they kind of retconned and just kind of <laughs> changed up a little bit. Yeah. Um, like if you think about it, I guess it could make sense that he was always under the control, but yeah. then just his character wouldn't have acted like that. Or, exactly. Um, you know, uh, been worried about the Tesseract yeah. before Loki took control. And the the big thing that, you know, just to the overall, like, arcing beginning of this Avengers movie, like, to me, it was the perfect opening, like, action sequence to, like, to have him, to, look, to Loki coming out, looking, like, deathly and scary and, like, crazy like that. And then you get reintroduced to, like, all of the characters and you kind of see where they're at in the world. And like, and it was all kind of one at a time. And I love yeah, that. Part. That was yeah. such a perfect opening sequence. Like, you know, I, I, and I, and you know, once we get to the Avengers Ultron, like I think they did a, a very good opening to that <gasps> because we, because we did, that was a, that was a dog right there. guys. So Sorry. Right. Yeah. My dog's <laughs> it's okay. going on outside. Remy, come here. It's all right. Hey, it's all right. It adds character. Um, but it was like, I mean, it was the perfect opening sequence. You got to get reintroduced to the characters you liked in some of the other films. And then you got like a little bit deeper with like, um, Romanov and, uh, who else did Hawkeye. we know? Yep. And then even well, he kind of got robbed in that movie, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it was he, but he turned it around and it became awesome. Like towards the, True. towards the end in the middle. Um, but then the, that's also the first time we see, uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. And, um, you know, one of the things that I saw right from the beginning was, at least in my mind, was the fact that Ruffalo was like kind of portraying him um, in a very similar light that uh, Norton did. But but he almost had a uh, I'm trying to think of the words he had a more confident, I feel like, approach to it in like where he scares Romanov like he like, you know, stop lying to me and like yells at her like he's getting angry. And he says, oh, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. That was mean. Like I felt yeah. like I felt like he was like a lot more confident than Norton's character, and I just I just thought that that was an interesting interesting way they went about doing it, or his yeah, maybe I even mean, his personal choice. And they definitely, uh, I mean, Incredible Hulk one is still technically canon, so yeah, you know, in the end when uh, the shot of Edward Norton sitting, you know, meditating or whatever, and it's like days since incident, it goes down to zero and his eyes turn green he smiles i think that's representing like i can control him now yeah so they kept that characteristic 
you know, even though they recast the character. Mm -hmm. Um, so Ruffalo's kind of, you know, more confident and in control finally. Yeah. Um, which they've never really shown in the movies until Avengers one, which Mm -hmm. is sweet. Yeah. Cause you want him to be the good guy for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, I remember somebody after watching it, like, you know, one of my favorite lines from the whole movie when I first walked out of the film was, you know, uh, that's the secret. Like I'm always angry or something like that. And he like transforms into the Hulk. Like I loved it. But then somebody I knew brought up a really good point and was like, so then why couldn't he control it when like he got like knocked through the plane or something like that? Or there was like the explosion on the, on the helicarrier. Like they're like, then he should have been able to control it then or whatever. And I kind of like thought about it for a second. I was like, that's kind of a good point because, you know, if he can completely control who he's attacking in that, in that, you know, fight in New York scene or whatever, he should have been able to control it at the, the helicarrier type thing too. Well, I think, yeah, but that was a different, I guess, situation because it was like high stress and he was getting shot at or yeah. Well, how did how did how did Black Widow and him fall down again? Something like there was like an explosion or um, I think Hawkeye like you know shoots his arrow and it <coughs> oh, like yeah, blows up okay. one of the engines or whatever. And so they, they like they like fall into... through the floor. But but okay, it, yeah yeah, yeah. I, that's a good theory though I guess. But, I actually sort of forgot about that part. But they were just trying to like. But then. Now I just, I literally just got like a, almost like a a spider sense, like a tingling spider sense, because like, I just thought of this, um, when he was, uh, was this the, the first one when he's falling and, um, he lands and the, the guy that like saw him fall said that like you aimed for this spot where it was like, nobody was at. So maybe that, maybe that gave him like the mindset, like maybe I can like control what I'm doing, even when I'm, we can be kind of friends about it. Yeah. yeah. So that just gave me like a little bit of like happiness that I noticed that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I just thought about it live on the podcast. So that's awesome. Um, it's like, I love that part too. Cause, uh, it, it really tells a lot about the character of Bruce Brandon Hulk when he goes, are you a little guy who turns big or a big guy who turns little? And he's like, I still don't know or something like yeah. that. Was, you know, I'm not sure either, which is really deep if you yeah. think about it. Um, so the other thing that I think we've talked about a bunch, but I always still forget and I like to bring it up because she's a big part in all of these first phase films, which is Pepper Potts. Like, did she like just in the contract department? Like, did they just kind of like end her her run or like what i mean i don't even know what happened because she, oh, she hasn't really been in them since yeah uh, she's in iron man 3 and then after and the, then nothing after yeah that, nothing yeah. After well, that. she was in uh the new spider-man so <laughs> you're all right <laughs> so so that so that there must have just she's been back yeah there must just hey thanks i appreciate that i hope that didn't ruin right. it i hope that didn't <laughs> ruin like, it for anybody that's a huge pepper Potts fan <laughs> right she's not dead no she actually uh she was supposed to be in Civil War. Um, I don't remember. I read it somewhere because everyone was like, did they not renew her contract? Or something? Yeah. She had a big-ass contract because hers were all small enough to where she could do like two of them in one year. No, yeah. It would take like a month. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think she must have had something, some other stuff going or on. Or she might have just been working them. somewhere else or doing something else. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they just didn't need her in the films so after that. Those of you, those so. of you that are huge Pepper Potts fans, she's back and she's alive. 
Quinn's um, <laughs> Paltrow still there. She doesn't look too bad either. So, uh, oh yeah. My one of my last questions that are just kind of the random questions before we kind of still talk more about how much we liked or disliked the movie is: Can Loki travel at will between worlds, or was it a projection? So, like when he goes to talk to like the the people on the other side of like the portal uh, to Thanos yeah is he like like physically traveling there or is he like projecting no that's it's uh they it's didn't really explain part it of the mind stone okay um because kind of like an astral projection like when he because when he because when he kind of comes back you can see the tesseract like glow yeah. or not the tesseract the the, the scepter yeah. like glow and he's like back there I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure yeah, so I, I think it yeah, is like a travel. like a projection. Okay, so then um, I want to say that the the battle scene in New York was probably one of my favorites um, out of all of the movies. Uh, I liked I liked Captain America and like Black Widow's roles and all those people. I still I still get like let down a little bit because I love Captain America. He's my favorite, but in that in that movie, I feel like he was kind of just on the ground the whole time. And he did do a lot, like, to help, but, like, it felt like he was kind of like, eh, we don't really care about it. <clears throat> like, you know, the Hulk and Iron Man and, you know, Thor were the ones just really, like, kind of kicking ass that whole time, as well as uh, Hawkeye. Right, I mean, they're definitely they're definitely the heavy hitters in that mm-hmm. situation. Yeah, and I hate um, it. I hate it. I wish, I, I wish Captain America had, like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, what I could add to him to, to make him more bad <laughs> more badass. Bulletproof scanners. <laughs> yeah, something ridiculous. But uh, I was let down a little bit by that because I am a huge Captain America fan, and we are just just coming off of that uh, that movie. Um, and then I think what I want to say also was the uh, the the best the second or the first funniest scene after the the punch in the face by Hulk to Thor was Loki and like yelling at the Hulk or whatever and then the Hulk just like grabs him and slams him all over the ground and then like walks away and calls him him like a puny god or something like that that made me laugh out loud the hardest at that movie (laughs) because <laughs> it's just oh like, yeah that was a that was a crowd pleaser moment right it was there. it was pretty awesome and then at the end when they're all like standing there and loki's like loki looks at him and says i'll take that drink now or what about that drink or something like that yeah yeah <laughs> but uh i would say i would say the avengers as a whole i loved the i loved the the music um especially the beginning um and then throughout the film i think that just the the whole arc of everything was perfect to me and it, it moved at a good pace it wasn't too long it was uh, I would say by far I always say this I think every time we watch a new one but it is by far my favorite out of the out of the Marvel film so far Avengers one nice nice yep. yeah and, I mean and I would it's say definitely been my favorite like team up film I, I still think so actually I'm yeah. um, just from like a you know good movie perspective mm-hmm. uh it was just such a happy moment when that movie came out for me cause i know I was just, you know it was just all them together i loved the the interactions that they all had um you know when they slowly kind of met i kind of liked how they met up kind of like in pairs almost yeah like, or like you know small groups i didn't really think about and that they until were all together. 
Yeah, that, I didn't think like, about that. Uh, they definitely nailed. I mean, Josh Whedon's a really good writer, and uh, he nails characters. And I think yeah. his you know relationship building that he did in that movie was just so spot on. He had everybody's attitudes perfect. He had everybody's you know little quips that they would say to each other like thor when they're all talking he's like you're all so tiny or what you say <laughs> yeah. uh, you're all, he's like you're all so petty or something no, like that and, you're all you're also yeah you're also petty or or something like that and so tiny <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah and and i even think like some of the you know the lines <laughs> that i feel like delivered in any other way or in any other movie would have been cheesy. Like, and I, and I know that they're, they're kind of going for that, but it's like, they do such a good job of not making it come off as like too cheesy or too campy, like and too like ridiculous, like the stuff they say. Right. For ex- yeah. That's like, what I mean by like, just everything. It all feels natural to, to like that world that could exist. And, know? and, and even like, for example, uh, Tony Stark, like kind of, kind of being the one to like kind of the wild card almost just because he feels that he's smarter and knows everything way, like way more than everybody else and knows what's going on way more than everybody else. And it's kind of awesome. I like to see, um, Captain America figure out what's going on kind of simultaneously at the same time as Tony Stark, but just in a different way. It kind of shows like how they kind of are on the same page, even though they disagree so much. Right. And it's definitely, uh, you know, Tony was trying to, you know, he is definitely like a know-it-all and everything. And now all of a sudden we're dealing with aliens in space and <laughs> he absolutely knows nothing about it. Yeah. And then Cap- Captain America is all, you know, he just woke up. He's, you know, still in the <laughs> 30s or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so or, I guess 40s. So I would say Cap- or Avengers, the first one, I'm going to give... A 9.7, so I don't know what the hell I gave to other movies, but so far it's a <laughs> 9.7. And the only reason it's not perfect is because I can't I can't say that I've seen a perfect one yet because I haven't seen everything yet, so I don't know. We, we're not through this, uh, this era of comic book movies and seeing these films, so, you know, we, don't, we have no idea where it's going to go. Maybe, maybe five years from now we're going to be talking about whatever movie we've seen recently and be like, God damn, it's right. a 10 and a half out of 11 or something. <laughs> Like we can't even do a ten point scale because it was better than that. So I just right. want to I want to set that precedent. So it's nine point seven for me. And uh, say by I'm, the time the fifth Spider Man movie comes out, you know, <laughs> yeah, it can be like a nine point seven six two three <laughs> five seven eight. <laughs> right there you go. Um, but what would you say? What would you say your favorite parts or or least favorite parts of the Avengers was? Um. Definitely the, the, the one shot when they're all, you know, s- circled up, ready to start the battle. That was definitely mm-hmm. a fanboy orgasm moment for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, they're all on the same screen together? <laughs> like, that was just, like, so much joy was through my body when that happened. Uh, I love it. The whole battle, the whole battle, yeah. Probably got, like, a chub. <laughs> oh, yeah. Full-on rager, dude. Just... <laughs> My my date at the time was like, "What's wrong with you?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> we'll talk about it all later. The, all the blood's rushing to my other head, you know. But <laughs> no, <nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> but 
but no, I definitely think uh, it's definitely I would give it a ten out of ten. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I I I like I loved that. It. I like that rating, and uh, I think that I think that one of the the best things about this is is this uh, this and you and I talking about these things is going to keep going, and I think it's awesome to share this with people, and I hope that people start interacting more a little bit and talking with us. Uh, I think when we, like I've said, when when I hope that you get back to Indiana and you're in the studio, we can do more like Facebook Live stuff and answer questions. You know, right now I'm. Oh yeah, we'll definitely take this to the next level when I get there, dude. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with the technology. Um, everybody knows that I'm learning this uh, day by day, step by step. So this is uh, a work in progress still, but I think it's oh, yeah. I think it's going well. And and I think what's the next film that we're going to be looking at? Is it Iron Man Iron Three? Iron Man Three is next. Yep. Yep. And I want to say that Iron Man Three I thought was awesome just to see Tony Stark struggle, even though I've always made it a a a, a huge point that I hate when my superheroes struggle. I like to see them badass and kicking ass, but it's also cool to kind of see that psychological struggle as well. Right. For sure. So I'm excited. And the physical struggle too. You know. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to see that one and rewatch it, and because that's another one that I think I've only watched like one time. I don't think I've watched. Oh, it. really? Yeah, I don't think I've right watched on, it a yeah. bunch of times. So I'm pumped about that. Um, anyways, do you have anything specific that you want to throw out there before we wrap this up? Um, go see Homecoming. It's really awesome. Pepper Potts is back. <laughs> oh yeah, and her beautiful butt. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, once again, you thought that it was awesome, and uh, definitely everybody should go see it. I loved it. it. I think, yeah, it was it was just really really well made, and a lot of really cool, uh, you know, comic book nerdy Easter eggs, which we can we'll definitely talk about next month. Yep, absolutely. Because everybody has a chance to because I'll uh, see it and we'll spoil the shit out of it if people haven't seen it. In I'm a month. gonna spoil fucking everything. <laughs> so you better fucking see it within the next month because we're gonna be talking about it next time. <laughs> Um, but once, sure. once again, thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Super Second Saturday with me and Cam Evans, the the co-host of Super Second Saturday, and Woo-hoo. eventually, and eventually, a producer slash co-host on the podcast whenever he gets to Indiana. Working there, working there. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, thanks for listening, Take care, guys, and uh, see Spider Man Homecoming. Morning.